I specifically stated in my podcast contract that we would not talk about. You didn't. Groin level energy drinks. He had a, it's he had in a there. You, I know you didn't. I know you didn't for a fact because there is no contract. <laughs> Can you just like entertain my wild, feverish fantasies for three seconds? Why do you? I did. <laughs> and you shot it down in Precisely those three, three seconds. seconds. <laughs> uh... everybody this is overwitch it's a podcast that is released every week and nothing ever goes wrong i'm your best friend joe i'm terrence i'm your best friend ray and we talk about overwatch and then we talk about other video games too and we tell you whether or not the other one is worth the first one's time it'll make sense later i promise what is new in overwatch boys um i got a couple things very important things. One, I don't think I played Overwatch since we last recorded. Which was recently. I, yep. But I do have some fun news for you guys. Um, as you know, it's the year of the dog. And <laughs> Overwatch decided to uh, a one-day event called the Puppy Rumble. Where dogs played a CTF match, and there were some casters talking about it, and was super cute. Oh you man, can find I totally it on Twitch. That, <laughs> that sounds. You great. can also adopt the dogs. Uh, it was very good. I didn't get to watch all of it, but it was nice. It was. Uh. It was just a nice little break for um in between, you know the 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 competitive season. You while know it's what? In a little break. I really thank Overwatch for that. You know, I don't see that often in video games where we ex- we 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 exchange the feeling of these exciting video games with, you know, creatures of different species. That's right. Really enlightening. Mm-hmm. We are all striving every day to be more and more trans-species. <laughs> um. So Wait, I have. How a are you gonna How are you th- gonna take a step in that direction, Joe? He's going to adopt a. I'm gonna puppy. adopt a dog. And then I'm going to put a suit on it and tell it to get a job. Hey, Joe, don't adopt a dog. <laughs> don't do it. Please don't ruin a dog's life. I just think that animals have the same rights as people <laughs> and therefore the same responsibilities. Look, I also believe that dogs should have the democratic ability to vote and have a job and eat a hot dog, as weird as that sounds. But they eat making it really wear a suit, that's where the line crosses for me. What if... Wait, that's where the line crosses? <laughs> I think that's, that's where, where I draw cross the line. The line. <laughs> um, I'm not a native English speaker, in case you haven't figured that out yet. I'm very bad at... Um, what are the, these called? Uh, somebody help me. Idioms? What are the, Sen- idioms. <laughs> And okay. sentences. And <laughs> words. Um, so I said something that was a little bit silly last week about how Lucio's wall ride um, causes the flag to drop and capture the flag now. That's a change that they made. And I was like, that's weird. Why would that be the only thing? Well, it turns out it's not the only thing because the rules of capture the flag are a lot different than what I remember them, what they were last year. Um, so pretty much all mobility abilities are now restricted moves in Capture the Flag. So like Tracer's Blink, I think even Soldier Sprint, um, Reaper's Reaper's, Reaper's, uh... Fade, uh, you know, Ghost Strafe. Yep. Uh, and Winston's Leap. I don't even think Lucio can have speed on, um, but... Lucio can taxi somebody else with the flag. 
So he's kind of still really important oh. in Capture the Flag. Um, I played a few games. Uh, what about... And it's... What's up? What about Mercy's Fly to somebody? I I would guess that it is. Okay. Pretty much pretty much everything bound to shift. Um, and then some, depending on who you're playing as. Uh, it's any... In my experience. Now, this is kind of the frustrating part. There's no laundry list. To my knowledge, there's nothing, at least in game, that says like these moves are available, these moves are restricted moves. It just says that activating wall ride is now that's now a restricted move. So you you played a couple games. Yeah, and it's a lot more fun than Capture the Flag was in the past, where it was this ah. free for all. Anyone can do anything. Winston can primal rage across the map with a flag, um, and just jump and jump. Um, and it seems. I don't believe you. Well, fine. I don't believe that Capture the Flag is fun because CTF stands (laughs) for can't be fun. Can you? you, I'm sorry. I think you cut out a little bit. (laughs) No, I did not. Please tell me again that can't be fun. All right. That must be a word I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, fun and anyway (laughs) (laughs) the new map as well oh man i'm gonna butcher it now i I, I had practiced it and now it's been a day so what you can't say atuhaya or something like that um but it's the it's the brand new ctf only map and it's actually really cool I, I was bummed that they put so much work into making a map that's specific to this game mode that's not always available and in my opinion is not as much fun as other game modes um but mm. i don't know if capture the flag is like in the arcade consistently now i think it'd be worth it because it's not just a king of the hill map that's been repurposed it's uh-huh. built to be a capture the flag map and it really feels a lot like old unreal tournament tournament maps and stuff like that so mm. um it, I don't know, it's definitely really well suited uh, for the game mode and if you haven't tried it yet because of bad experiences with Capture the Flag in the past give it a whirl, play a few games um, and just see what you think of it I'm not surprised that they made a map, because they made Chateau Gouillard mm-hmm. for for solo deathmatch and they even have like a small little stadium for lucio ball and that's like a once a year thing true um you know and the the may stuff you know that's just on you know modified maps and stuff but the and they change up the the eichenwald map which to fit the halloween theme this year and last year so it they are it doesn't surprise me that they're trying hard still it's yeah I my my point was that I just wish that well I had felt like I wish that that those resources had been put into another quote real map like another King of the Hill map or another payload or something well not maybe not a payload but you know another another new map um, but I was pleasantly surprised um, at how much that map alone adds to the game experience um, and. I think that the changes that they made were really healthy. Um, I don't think that Overwatch worked with Capture the Flag in it before, and I think it does now. Okay. All right. Well, I think that the CTF game mode should also have democratic rights, despite what you think. So. Right. That's and just it, my opinion. I also think that Overwatch should wear a suit and get a job. but I think you know, that's really that's restricting, we... but... The, all right. Terrence... <laughs> I was a bad boy. Um, I, you know, kind of ruined our last recording, and I also didn't play Overwatch this week. But <clears throat> I was also doing the whole adulting thing that people keep talking about. And yeah, tell me about slaying the Nergigante and Monster one... Hunter. Huh? What? Nothing. I mean, I did that today. <laughs> but my friend came over to do that. Like... You know, besides that, I didn't play any of Monster Hunter today. Joe can vouch for me. Thank you. Today. Um, um, I didn't. After the Nergigante? 
No, I mean uh, when he before he got here, I sure. never played. I didn't play yes. in Monster Hunter today. So you and and speaking Overwatch. of which, first off, Joe, you have more hours than me in Monster Hunter. So I do. Don't give me that. I do. Um, I have more hours and less progress. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that uh, Capture the Flag, you know. Uh, I'm 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 really hoping to see because it, like I said I didn't start this game when you guys started it took me a year after and although I didn't get to see the capture the flag of last year I've also noticed that they've made like crazy changes in a lot of the game modes but I would like them to bring out more new game modes like team deathmatch uh team deathmatch was a real strong hitter and I bet that they mm-hmm. can come up with some really awesome creative stuff without having to mm-hmm. recycle uh, mm-hmm. Old things. I mean, For sure. I mean. With that being said, I'm also kind of confused. I wanted to ask you guys about this, but like, how many things do they celebrate in Overwatch? I feel like every couple of weeks there's something that yeah. Uh, is, yeah. is responsible. We ran for through a new, it before. Like, I'm pretty sure they have six annual celebrations. Right. If they're um, not having a celebration of something, they're releasing new content in between. So there's mm-hmm. always something yeah. happening. We start with what, like Winter Wonderland. And then it's um, Chinese New Year, or Chinese and then Year. it's Uprising, then it's mm-hmm. Anniversary, then it's Summer Games, then it's Halloween. Yep. And that's all six of them. Yep. And then mm-hmm. in between all that is new characters, new maps, new game modes. Well, Jesus, I guess even that, that's... Yeah. It, like, we've been anticipating Hero 27 for a while, right? But, like... They really put new contents into this game very yeah. often for uh-huh. no cost. That's so incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's between Winter Wonderland and and Chinese New Year, we got Blizzard World. And a bunch of new content. Yeah. Don't forget that happened. A hundred new aesthetic items. Like, including that's... a lot of very good skins. <laughs> they've been they've been dropping skins like it's their job. I mean it is kind of their job. You it know what I their, mean. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, it's their job, yes, and it is their job. Yeah. <laughs> Would you care to expand on that, Ray? <laughs> okay, so you know how somebody has a job that they have to do? It's like they have the job they have to do, but they really enjoy it, so it's more of a career? I don't know if I'm getting words right, because I'm not a native speaker. Is that like, that's that game, right? With the uh, money in it. Yeah, Job Simulator for VR. I thought it was that... You know, I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm not biting. Nope. <laughs> come on, come on, grab that tackle. Come on. I will not. <laughs> come on and get hooked. It's my new podcast where I entice people to follow my train of madness. Fine, both of you. Aren't <laughs> Fine. Let's, but let's let's let's. I'm done expounding. You know, you know what's really shocking, and the audience probably doesn't know this, but every time Ray has said uh, he's hinting at his new podcast, he has this many podcasts. Yeah. Feel free to look them up. Yeah, it um, is kind of ridiculous. Um, Owl yeah. Bracket's my favorite, I think. I really like Owl Bracket. I'm a big <laughs> fan of um, Get Hooked on that, or whatever I just said. Uh, there's that, that one with... I don't even remember. Not Batman. the owls. <laughs> With Batman. There's always one about Batman. <laughs> I like your gasp. Like. <laughs> uh, there's one I call I like to call lamp lighting, where I almost gaslight people, but I don't. Anyway. So, but that's so how like does that work? Like, yeah, no. like. So I just tell the truth, but they think I'm lying. <laughs> oh, I thought it was more like... I thought it was more like... Oh man, you got chocolate ice cream. I'm allergic to chocolate. No, no, I'm not. I'm kidding. Oh no, like I, it's kind of like that, but like I follow the lie. I can't the tell lie. you how many times I actually use that exact lie. I mean, not that exact lie. Different food yeah. replacing the variable. Aren't you actually allergic to certain things? Mm-hmm. See, I would start with that, and then they would even question their own food allergies. I am like, yeah, yeah, you definitely are allergic right to cotton candy. I really can't do this right now. Like, I don't understand. I cannot. <laughs> You're not be in the same to. on that brain space with you. I don't think anybody, including myself, can be on that brain space. That's great. Speaking so of brain spaces, I never have anything. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, Speaking of I've brain spaces. I've got some spaces, good setup. 
Um, I'd like to talk about this thing called the review that really messed up my brain space. Uh, that was a stretch. The, the review? Was, yeah, it was, but we are going to stop talking about Overwatch now and move <laughs> into the review. Yes, this oh, three no. seconds of no, Overwatch. No, 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 no. Back up. Rewind again. That's what rewinding <laughs> that sounds like now. That was a different sound, Joe. I, I know. I'm questioning reality it's at sound, this moment. Well, because I'm not a VCR. I'm a DVD player now. <gasps> Don't video oh, that. that makes sense. DVD. Don't video that. <laughs> um, I got the McCree skin. The McCree legendary. What? The magistrate skin. And Good. I... You know, after looking at it, like, using it and seeing other people use it, um, I like it a lot more for a couple of reasons. First of all, it looks a lot cooler from the back. Um, he's oh. got, like, this golden dragon crest on the back of his, uh, his uh, shirt. Outfit. <laughs> um, and there's, like, a ponytail thing coming off of the back of his hat, and it looks really oh, cool. Oh, really? Um, the other thing that I really like about it, and I didn't think about it until, like, seeing the skin on my screen or, like, playing with other people, is that it puts McCree into the shoes of a lawman, which is, like, the opposite of of where he's coming His from. His vigilante style. Yeah, so I think that that's kind of interesting. And he really that- looks the part. I'm heart, telling you, this is the his... first time he's been taken out of his whole like cowboy aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. it it it's just it's nice to finally see him in a different light because every character has an outfit that kind of takes them out of their element, you know, except yeah. for McCree until now. I mean, they kind of pushed it with the summers get with the summer not summer game uh, the summer. Uh, was that the summer games? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. The summer it's games. the summer games. Yeah. Um, it, and you know, but you know, he—you could tell it was still him in yeah. essence, even with his dyed mm-hmm. hair. So, I don't think it was dyed. I think that's his natural color. Anyway, we're not. I'm not here to. That's do this. why his weird mutton chops are brown. He dyes those every day. Oh, so he dyes the mutton chops. Oh and- my god! What a world! <laughs> what a world! <laughs> He's serious about that. He's serious about it. Mm-hmm. I think I think it would be really awesome if Zenyatta wore a wig as one of his costumes. <laughs> Doesn't but, he have know. like a crown the Nutcracker one? one. But yeah. now, but Terrence said that, and I immediately thought like powdered wig, and I really yeah. want to see him yeah. like as a judge. He needs it. He just needs. It. <laughs> Definitely, you're right. Thank you. What were you gonna say, Ray? I don't remember. Oh, <sighs> damn. Well, Damn! I'm sorry. Let's get out of here. Alright, bye. Now I'm mad. Sorry. Do, 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 bye, do. Overwatch. Follow me to the other side. I don't want to. I don't know how to swim. Now that I've had roughly eight seconds to cool down, I'm not mad anymore. Let's do the review. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe your primal rage has an eight-second cooldown. I can't believe we're already here in the review. Can you believe it, guys? It's... I can't. It's been days. Days! Days. I know I said I couldn't swim, but I swam here. I don't, we I don't swim know here a lot. Was. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I never take the water out. <laughs> I, I don't think know we should like, buy jet skis or something. It <laughs> is appropriate this week, but... Um, yeah, it I think is we... appropriate, and why is it appropriate, Joe? <laughs> because we're reviewing Subnautica. Subnautica? Subnautica. Oh, I'm sorry. I... I would like to emphasize the not in this game oh. and OT, because a... Ray was not having it. Spoilers. <laughs> it's a deep sea exploration game. It was suggested by Stut Buff, um, our friend Kyle, and no need. I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thank you. Um, So the premise of the game is that you start off, um, you're on a ship. Well, actually, you start off on an escape pod because the ship is crash landing onto an alien planet. And you uh, wake up after the crash and you get out of your life pod, which is floating on uh, the ocean of this alien planet. And... All you can see around you is water, and your 
ship, which is humongous. It's, I mean, it probably had a football field on it. Or um, three. Yeah. And you see it like, I don't know, a couple of, colo- no, not even. Uh, maybe it's like a mile away, maybe, probably. Yeah, maybe even less, like half a mile away um, from you, and it's like on fire and stuff. And so you have to figure out how to survive. You have to like repair your radio and and receive distress beacons from other life pods, and like figure out how to survive and how to get rescued. Um, so what I'm getting is that this is a survival game. Yeah. <laughs> With water? And you're in water. Great. I hate it. We all played it together this past weekend, um, and we I, if it hasn't been made clear yet, Ray has a deep-seated fear of all things underwater and slimy and slithery and bug-eyed and gooey. And, and pretty also much vast unknown water. <laughs> everything that this game is about. Um, but Terrence had the driver's seat for the beginning so what did you think of it terrence so opening up the game first off wow it was so different than what i thought it was when you play the game you are trying to get out of your escape pod and uh you get smacked in the face by a plate a metal plate which i totally called would happen yeah and it it looked and it looked like it would have knocked you out so they did a really good job of making you feel like that was a reasonable reaction to what happened um when you wake up, it, it gives you that, that sense of absolute, like, aloneness. I mean, literally, they don't tell you anything. You get out, and you look around, and, I mean, there's no other way to say it. You just have to jump in the water. I mean, that's your only, like, thing. And then you get, you see this vast underwater world that is not only beautiful, but also extremely intimidating, because it almost screams that something is in, like, it, it, it. Uh, it calls on your basic instinct of, uh, like, thinking that there's some, there's got to be something too large for you to want to survive. Like, like, if you go in there. I personally didn't see anything there. But when you go underwater, you see so many different life forms and so many cool plants. And you begin to pick them up and learn things about them. And uh, once you finally start repairing your ship even a little bit, you find out that there really is almost no hope for you. Like, uh, the uh, your um, robot, uh, we'll call her Siri. Uh, she has a name, but we're going to call her Siri. <laughs> she she doesn't. She's the PDA. <laughs> oh, and uh, she, she tries to help you out by giving you, you know, useful, um, uh, like, information. Like, yeah, you're probably going to die within the next three days. Stuff like that, you know. No biggie. Um, but you slowly start to figure out that you can, you can do it. And that's, that's really cool. But it... It basically is, it, it's it, it's a play on video games like Minecraft mm-hmm. and um, and Ark Survival, where basically all you know is okay, I know how to pick stuff up, and you kind of by picking things up, you and and starting to need things like food and water, you start to understand how to make those things, and um, I for, as far as I'm concerned, I mean I know Joe got farther than me, but the object of the game is to survive in in a, in a place in in water survive in water there's no land so i think that's a huge a huge difference and on top of that in a game where there is no land you still have an oxygen level like you can't just be underwater the whole time so i think that's really interesting as well it's a very very large humongous game almost overwhelming and there's a lot of information on it uh, definitely a game that you can spend like hundreds and hundreds of hours playing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, I if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, there were actually four different game modes, right? Mm. That you could have yeah. had. But we didn't try anything but regular so survival. There's survival, which is the main game, and then there's hardcore, which is, as far as I know, the exact same thing, except that if you die ever, you're done. Like, it erases your save, I guess, probably. Um, which you can use to challenge, see how far you can get, you know, whatever. Then there was a like a creative mode because there's a portion of this game that allows you to build underwater habitats and um, self-sustaining bases, and um, so presumably creative mode, you're allowed to just do that, and you don't have any threats. You don't have to worry about oxygen levels or anything like that. 
and I forget what the third one or the fourth one was, but yeah, me too. It, it seemed like another just kind of an offshoot thing. Like to me, it feels like the main game is this this survival experience. Right. Um, and I I want to emphasize Terrence's point about how you could spend hundreds hours of hours in this game, with the fact that every single creature and item you can collect has information on it and it's not just like a sentence there's like paragraphs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on everything information and about portions of the uh, life forms and just like right. teeth and eyes it's very interesting also let me do you one better um i didn't realize this until so we we had played we played a game together on saturday night and then last night i started a game on my own computer because i i really dug it and i wanted to play it some more and take it at my own pace before we recorded. The world is procedurally generated. It's oh, so I was exact- right. Oh, yeah. that's really that's scary. terrifying. Yep, <laughs> it is not the exact same layout every time. I mean, like, um, as far as I know, the big ship is in the same spot every time, and there are key landmarks that are either spawned in at certain times or, you know, yada yada, but it it is not the exact same layout every time. That's Which crazy. Is, so the know. the one life, one world makes sense now. Yeah. Because it's different every time. That's mm-hmm. still... Wow. Okay. Um, great. I... I liked the game. I did. I was scared the whole time. Because of Joe, Joe stated my fears, but I, I stuck through. And here's something that was hanging over me while we were playing this game. You go in and you're shipwrecked, or your your planet wrecked, and you have to survive. And the three of us are there just kind of exploring. And I'm scared. I'm freaking out. And I'm like, there's gonna be something big that's gonna you know eat us basically. But this whole first area we're in, we're just like, oh, there's just small life forms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I feel like after we get comfortable and we go deeper in something bad something big and bad is gonna happen and mm-hmm. i and ray ray will stop playing the game when he gets there Ray, i i really unfortunately because i really like to press you on this on on your fear of the deep but i really think that you shouldn't play the game or i'm going to have to like be there with you to help warn you of something because so I what started you're telling this me... game. Oh God! <laughs> I started this game last night, at, uh, probably around one o'clock, um, and I was just gonna play it for an hour, maybe two, and then go to bed. Um, so when we played it on Saturday, we had met the scariest thing that we had met were, were crash fish, which were these little tiny fuckers that climb out of the the cave walls. <laughs> And they yell at you, and then they fly toward you really fast, and then they explode. Um, and every time that happened, we all screamed. Yeah, they yeah. were startling for sure. Because because like the whole game is quiet, like right. there's not a lot of loud noise, and then you hear yelling coming towards you. It you have no was idea. Really where it unsettling. Is. Um, and you're not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really hard to deal with them, but they don't do a ton of damage. And once you get used to them, you're like, okay, like you're They're expecting the jump scare. Um, there, we also met a couple of like low level predators that were scary because we hadn't seen predators before, but they mostly didn't really mess with us. Um, so like, you know, we had learned how to deal with them. So I I feel like you're building up to a big, like, I'm really anxiety filled right now. I just want to share that. I'm going to my game and it starts like I get further and further from my life pod and I, I have to... You know, I'm exploring more and more, and it, you know, the water is getting darker the deeper I get. There are times (laughs) that I'm playing. Okay. So, it got to about 2.30 a.m., and I was exploring. I'm like, I just want to explore this one last area. Um, It was somewhere I probably shouldn't have been, but I didn't know that. And it was nighttime in the game, so there was low (laughs) light. And I was just looking around. um, Didn't really see anything i was like trying to figure out um what was around and all of a sudden i turn around and there's this gigantic motherfucker with this demon face who kills me in one hit and it scared the absolute shit out of me 
I was in here, the lights were off, like I I was just completely immersed into the game, and my heart leapt out of my chest. I I yelled in fear. And that's horrifying. God, it scared me so bad. And I had to play for another hour and just like do dumb shit in order to calm down so I could go to bed. Like it really (sighs) fucked me up. I am about to cry from fear right now. Just I really thinking want to about see what this. it is. I, I really want to see it. Um, but hold on, wait. I just need to calm down real quick. Well, so, so you after died. that happened, after that, I had you know what? I preemptively saved. Like I'm like, okay. I know I I'm in somewhere ask. that might be dangerous. I don't know what to expect. I saved right before it happened. So I so was what like, happens when you die? Does it you, you just start an old save? In, in yeah, and not the okay. hardcore mode. You actually respawn at the life pod. Um, with it, it says every time I've died, it said you've lost some of your belongings, but I've never oh. noticed anything that I'm missing. So it must be like low level stuff, and I lose a couple of little rocks or whatever. But ever since I had that experience, whenever I go anywhere new, especially if it's dark, I. It is so hard for me to, like, push that extra 10 meters. Like, what is down here? What is down here? It's so difficult, especially when I can't see anything. There's no walls. Like, my flashlight isn't hitting anything. It's terrifying. Well, I'm glad glad you told me so that I don't just, like, go all recklessly. Because at that point, when I found out that the only weapon that we were able to see so far was the little knife, I I just assumed Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be having to kill anything intensely, especially since they have the little uh, message about how weapons were banned a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I just assumed that, oh, okay, this is kind of casual, you know? Your knife is kind of like what you do for a lot of things, but... Combat is not a huge part of the game. Um, most of the most of the predators, you have to just avoid them. Um, right, they're, but they'll they're in your atmosphere. Yep, the whole time. Great. Yeah. Um, this is a lot more stressful than I expected. This episode, <laughs> I knew coming in, it was going to be a rough one for me. But all of that said, every time you get used to a new area and you like add it into your mental map and it becomes part of your home and you overcome that fear it feels fucking phenomenal and there's so much more to this game than i expected there i was like i was playing all day today pretty much because i was like holy shit that's in this game whoa what the hell like it constantly went above and beyond my expectations um so if you like exploring <laughs> and you can handle being frightened to death, then Subnautica is a great game. I wanna wanna end post this Ray Fear High with the fact that if you ever played Super Mario sixty four, I was waiting for you to comment about that. I had to. I I mean, I feel like it's it's necessary for the audience. This is know. very important to Ray as a person, as a character. And for this episode where you're underwater with creatures. If you ever played Super Mario 64 and you remember Jolly Roger Bay with the giant eel, that that's where my fear of underwater unknowns and giant creatures came from. So thank you. Yep. And this game is that experience on the evilest, strongest crack in the world. Great. Thanks, Mr. Nintendo, for making that Super eel. Nintendo crack. <laughs> but uh yeah just i have no more words <laughs> i have some go for it please well first off like it, when i when i compared this game to minecraft and stuff like that you know i understand that this game is supposed to be huge but joe what kind of what kind of scale are you thinking of at this point in time how how big exactly do you think this game is i i don't know I, I mean, I, I can't imagine getting to the boundary of it yet. But mm-hmm. I am also like, finally like unlocking new vehicles and stuff, and so Ooh. it's you know maybe maybe there is a boundary, um, but it's humongous to say the least, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of I mean, it's it's. 
there's a lot more to it than I expected. Um, I, I keep going back and forth of whether I want to spoil something for you. Um, Please don't. It's just a little... There's listeners. Enormous thing. So I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> little enormous but thing. It constantly builds on itself um, in ways that you don't expect. Um, <clears throat> and I guess that kind of brings up something else that I had been thinking about when I was playing it is that recently we've been talking about games um, and how we like how they challenge us and then we grow as players and instead mm-hmm. of it necessarily mm-hmm. being tracked in game and this game is kind of the polar opposite of that it's very much like oh I want to dive deeper so I need to go find these materials so I can have the better oxygen tank mm-hmm. it's okay. not you know and you do get better at exploring but and you get like you you build up your knowledge of the world but it's not there's really not a lot of skill involved in the game okay right okay well i mean i feel like there's you know that makes sense there's not enough there's not a lot of skill involved in you know arc survival or really any of those like you're alone survival games i would like to know have you seen were there any i have one more question after this one but was there any sign of multiplayer function whatsoever um, not to my knowledge. I don't. I, don't I can definitely so. see why not. I mean, I don't think it would really be that. I think it might be too easy if it was if if you could multiplayer it. Like, yeah, I, I kind of wish there was. It a bit. Yeah. Because I know that I so there is a story. Like there is a mm-hmm. there is like a, a progression. Progression. Um, yeah. And I know that there's going to be an end point, and um. You know, I want to get to it, but I also kind of just want to keep playing it and explore and explore and explore. Um, but I think that once I get to that stage where I just want to explore the world, I think that that would be and you know maybe build some really dumb habitats for no reason. I think that would be fun to do with a friend. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. The game was just released okay. and it's been in development constantly, and I don't know if that means that they're done making changes, but. Um, I, I think it definitely stands on its own as it is. Okay. Okay. And my last question is, uh, I'm going to start with Ray just because, you know, he hasn't said much. Ray, when do you think, why, like, why would you play this game? <laughs> Lost a bet. Uh, uh, no, I, if I was not scared, why do you of think someone would play this game? I guess for you. Oh, oh, I like the the want to play this game for me is definitely there because I want to experience the environment and the world and to mm-hmm. live and survive in it okay. and explore the unknown. Obviously, what's stopping me is my fear of those big scary things. Okay. Yeah. No, but I. But for me, that's why I want to play the game. Is, is to experience it, essentially. To experience what the developers have made for me. And it, according to Joe, it's it's a big one. It's a big thing they made for me. They did. It's a really beautiful place, too. There's, mm-hmm. It's a really, really... It is at gorgeous. night, oh my god. It's yeah, so Everything gorgeous. is bioluminescent. It's uh-huh. so cool. But Joe, why, why would you... Why, do you th- why would you play this game? <sighs> um, I don't know, because I wasn't... I wasn't sold on it before we played it. Like, I didn't... I, I'm like, I, I've played Minecraft. I, I got that experience, you know, and this is a big, cool under... So it's like, it's a difference. It's it's the mixture between Minecraft and whatever that Disney Oceans movie was. Bioshock. <laughs> Bioshock, exactly. Um, but having played it, I think that the biggest selling point that I can give somebody is that it it's a we played it together and it was a lot of fun um, for us all like jumping at the same things and yada yada but I had a lot well a different kind of fun and a, I think a more important experience with it when I played it alone mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just that coming to understanding something new like learning learning about something because it there is this huge alien world with this incredible biodiversity and there are notes about all of these things if you scan them and um learning about all the different creatures and how this planet works uh is 
really satisfying. Um, and yeah, it's all fictional, but and maybe maybe we should be spending that time on real world learning. But <laughs> yeah. um, it's also really gorgeous and fun. So you get okay. to you get to role play as a possibly the sole survivor of a spaceship crash as a as a xenobiologist some kind of scientist who just happens to be in a wetsuit and it's a lot of fun you're just oddly prepared i i think that a person would play this game if they a want to experience the new world just because like i mean there there are other ways like this game seems to be specifically based on you exploring the new world as opposed to kind of like what a lot of people were expecting from uh, no man's sky and the the game we don't talk about not on this podcast um and like with arc survival i feel like that i keep comparing it to uh arc survival just because arc survival you wake up on an island and you pretty much are forced to live and there's prehistoric animals all trying to kill you i feel like there's a difference because this game seems more geared towards you being able to explore and you want and uh existing and, and learning more about these creatures as opposed to just seeing more creatures to help you um you know take on other creatures that are bigger and um i think that a person would play this game if they just want want to spend uh just want to go somewhere else i guess is for lack of a better term just want to uh take their mind to a different place and not be pulled or tugged in any particular direction and i mean it's it's equally appealing enough for that too i mean the colors and I haven't mentioned that about this game, but it's a very, very bright and beautiful and colorful game and very, very appealing with, I mean, obviously you're underwater and uh, the things that are scary in it, I'm only assuming are just like, you know, what you'd expect to be scary in, a, in an environment like this, right? Like it doesn't seem misplaced when you saw that monster, mm-hmm. Joe? No, it makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, I feel like this would just really be for those people who... Uh, maybe in, maybe like video games just for the for the simple uh, enjoyment of just existing in a different like place and not necessarily needing a specific you have to do this goal or you know so kind of take out your own pace and do what you please in this in this utopia I guess um, but that is why I think someone might play this game so what were you about to say though Ray? um uh couple things joe and terrence have both said deep and involved things um i'm gonna do the opposite of that for levity's sake uh one thank you joe i want to have this on record thank you for saying that if i'm going to play this game you need to be in the room with me to make sure i don't get into cardiac arrest and two do you think there'll be dlcc monsters no i don't know i hope not Okay. <laughs> it it seems like it seems like a pretty finished product. Um, and three, okay. that's what can I to. date the sea monster? <laughs> you can in your head. I don't want to, but all right. I think you date, can grow them. Date the peepee. The peep. That's peep. terrifying. Peeper. Yeah, peeper. 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 Yeah, date the peepers. Are you suggesting that you can grow giant sea monsters? I don't know. I think you might be able to. Or at least small sea monsters. Oh, just, you know, mini krakens. Yeah, all no, right. Thank you. So I think I know the question we're all thinking in our heads. But why don't you ask it, Ray? I don't think I ever heard you ask it. Wait, I'm sure I have. That's a lie. But I'm I'll sorry, do it anyway. <laughs> do you like dogs? Ducks? Dogs. Ducks are stupid. No offense to people who like ducks. I like ducks. I like anyway, ducks. the actual question, is this game worth your Overwatch time? I'm going to start with Joe. God, can you start with someone else? I'm going to start with Ray. Um, well, Ray, it, this is going to be a weird answer because not because I do think it's your, worth your Overwatch time. I don't think it's worth Ray's Overwatch time. <laughs> Uh, as much as I want to play the game, based on what Joe has said, I don't think my heart can take it, even though it's a very f- interesting and beautiful exploratory... Nope, that's not the word. Um, environment. Uh, 
So yes, go play this game. Go explore the unknown. Go learn how to swim and like kiss sea monsters on their cheeks and stuff. Joe, uh, Terrence. Mm. I'm going to go with I believe it is not worth your Overwatch time. And the reason why I say that is because it it's oh man like okay because a I feel like the time you're spending on Overwatch is trying to get better at it because you want to either help out your team or or help someone other than yourself obviously it's a team oriented game you want to get better so that your team gets better so that you get more wins this game there's no rush you don't have to you don't have to there like you're you can go as much as you're interested in the game to let that take you places but as for you know taking time out of playing overwatch to play that game i i can't justify it okay that's a fair statement joe you're still thinking i i think that i have to agree with terrence this is not worth your overwatch time that's really hard for me to say that because i I really loved this game, as evidenced by my ranting. I just, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry to both of you. I've been playing it all day. Um, but yeah, like Terrence said, it's this isn't a game that you play. You don't get better at anything. You don't connect with anyone really. Um, I would love to, you know, I would love for you guys to play this game so we could swap stories. But that's all it would ever be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't as as fun as it is to learn about this fictional planet it isn't it isn't like anything it's it's um it's not substantial in any way um god that's hard to say (laughs) well isn't that a lot of video games it's just a fictional world i know what you're trying to say but like yeah, but you know what I mean. But there it's... isn't much of the game outside of learning about it. You know, okay. in, in RPGs mm-hmm. or whatever, you learn about you learn about the world and you learn about whatever rules are at work in this universe. But you also learn about characters and relationships, and there might be lessons that you can take away outside of what is explicitly said in the game. And okay. I guess that might be a little bit true for this, but it if anything, I feel like it would make you want to explore, right? You know, go out and do something new, but it doesn't. It makes me want to sit in the dark alone and play this game. And I think that is the best way of playing it. Mm-hmm. And I have a ton of time on my hands, um, but not everyone does. And I maybe it's just because I haven't been playing a lot of Overwatch, but <laughs> I think that your time would be better spent on a more connected and uh i don't know a, a different game okay <laughs> like overwatch <All> right. <laughs> but on that um, real y'all uh <clears throat> this game was way better than i thought it was you should try it yeah i, I, I really recommend people trying the game it's mm-hmm. wow it was way better than i thought it was i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna sugarcoat it i it was way cooler I than think... i even imagined I think I said yes because I think I was trying to convince myself to get through my fears. <laughs> so take take my answer with a grain of salt. <laughs> I, but I'm glad ahead, somebody Joe. said yes. Yeah. Um. Honestly, and, and you are locked in, and you can't change it. And you I'm have not a changing it. To say no. Um. <laughs> Ray told me about Owlboy a long time ago when we were when we were starting this that it's the kind of game that you have to play and experience firsthand and i disagree with you ray i think that i could have watched an, a playthrough of owlboy i don't think that that's the case for subnautica i think that it's very much if or if you in order excuse me in order for you to get what there is to get out of this game it has to be your adventure and done at your pace um at least that's that's how i'm coming at it <laughs> All right. Well, that's Subnautica. I would like to leave this watery hell, if we yeah. could. It is a hell this time. Uh, it's definitely one of mine. What are we doing next there, week? Wait, there's. I was about to and, say, there's no music in between these two, is there? 
No. And No, I just wanted to leave this wet, wet hell. What are we doing next yeah, week? Yeah, I was being I was being awkward <laughs> because Um I we are reviewing the game Assassin's Creed Origin. I'm sorry, o- Orange Witch? What? Oranges. <laughs> it's a first person shooter. No, I'm sorry. I <laughs> everything is a first person shooter to me. But Assassin's Creed Origins is the eighteenth addition to the Assassin's Creed series. They have so many true? freaking games. Is that true? No. I believe it. it. Not, I mean... I believe it. You curious. keep going. It's, I'm it's gonna close, count. I'm, I'm, okay, I guarantee it's closer than I'd like it to be to 18, but um, yeah, the game... The game, I've been hearing some great stuff about it, and uh, I got it for Christmas, so we're gonna play through that game for you guys in tow, and we will let you know if you should you know stop collecting your skins you fiends and and play a different game for once in your freaking lives okay because we haven't said to do that at all and we, we care about 19 your sugar, your sugar booties so um uh fun fact it is the 10th major installment so that i don't want to know major yeah no there's a lot of side no, games. It's, there have been a, this is at least number 14 I can think of 13 other Assassin's Creed <laughs> Final Fantasy 13, <laughs> Final Fantasy 14. By the way, Final Fantasy 10, like, we need to make that an episode. Yeah, no, yeah it's I'm, coming. Hey, uh, Ray's playing through it, so, so maybe soon? Well, we will be playing through it as well, and since Monster Hunter has, has slowed down in my body, I yep. have room for another slice of game cake. So look Game forward cake. to those exciting upcoming developments. <laughs> and let us know if you want us to cover any game in specific. Um, you can tweet at OverwitchCast or send an email to overwitch at gmail.com. No. OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thought I had it that time. I was so this sorry. close. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anything. This has been Overwitch. I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm hearing the ending credits music like play in my head when that was happening. It was really weird. But I'm Terrence. I'm Ray. And remember, read the show notes in case Joe forgot something. burn some styrofoam it doesn't smell too good what i don't know uh, that causes cancer can you not i didn't know that does it really yes yeah oh geez louise